Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the East Side. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina with Windermere Real Estate. Each week, we bring you the latest in the real estate market, and we interview somebody fun and amazing in the area that has a business that might be of service to you. Because I think I've always known, I've been selling real estate for 24 years now, and it's about so much more than bedrooms and baths. It's about the different people and the businesses and events that make this a great place to live. Um, everywhere is different. I grew up living all over the world and there's neat things about every place. And there's a lot of great things about living in the Pacific Northwest. So let's talk real estate. That's, you know, we are, it's such an interesting year. So many things going on, oh my goodness. In the real estate market, how that is playing out, interest rates hit an all-time low last week, below 3% for a 30-year fixed mortgage. That is insane. I had an interesting conversation with a friend about that over the weekend as well. You know, some buyers are out there, you know, some buyers are just in it because the reality is this, the market's moving quickly. Lots of things are selling with multiple offers and over the asking price. But I think there's still some people out there waiting for the deal, like maybe the market's going to shift and they're going to get a great price on the house. And, you know, kind of what it came out of this conversation is the deal is the interest rate and what that does to your monthly payment. It may not actually be the purchase price. That'll look like a deal in hindsight a couple of years later. It's probably not going to feel like a deal right now when you have to get in there and compete and pay over the asking price. But the deal is with the interest rate in terms of, you know, getting something that's going to benefit you long term. So just a different way to think about it. I'm also seeing, you know, really everything has shifted in a typical market. The spring's super hot and heavy. And then the summertime's a little bit quieter. What I'm seeing is, you know, we had a little blip in the market. It was a little quieter in the spring when we started that shutdown. And now everything is just continuing. July has been a super busy month. I have a number of listings coming on in August, which is usually pretty quiet. And I think that's because a lot of things got moved out. Also, not as many people are traveling, so they're just around. They're here to be doing real estate. So if you are a seller thinking about putting your house on the market, I would say by all means still do it in the summertime. Don't feel like you've missed the market. The buyers are still out there. And buyers, if you're still out there waiting for that right property to come on the market, it's coming. Uh, don't give up. I think there's still a lot of good inventory coming to the market. If you have questions about real estate, wanted to know more about buying or selling, I invite you to reach out. I am always happy to answer your questions. You can send me a via, an email at Nicole at NicoleMangina.com. There you go. And without further ado, we've got our guest this morning, Alyssa Christensen. How are you? Hi, doing well. Yay. Thanks for having me on your show, Nicole. Yeah, thank you for joining us. I, uh, I'm excited to have you on the show because we have worked together before, so I know how absolutely amazing you are. And I'll let you describe it better probably than me, but you, you basically, you're a writer and you are an amazing writer and you help people specifically with kind of their online content, whether yeah. that's for a website or blogs or even social media. And it's funny, we were chatting about that before the show. I think this is such a perfect time to have you on because for so many businesses, a lot of that face-to-face -face isn't happening right now. Really the online world 
for a lot. Of, we're relying on that right. so much more for how we interact yes. with our clients. And it's one thing to know it. It's another thing to do it. I was talking about it on the show last week and, uh, you know, we've had so much more time. So we've gotten, we're starting to get to the bottom of our to-do list in some places, right? I talked about the closet under the stairs that we actually cleaned out. <laughs> and that's yeah. one of those you don't usually do until you move. You always find a reason to avoid that. Um, but I think the other thing people are finding, and I think writing comp falls into this for sure, because for a lot of people, it's not something they feel is a strength of theirs, but you're also realizing that there are some things on that to-do list you will just never do. You, I mean, you could have a pandemic and get stuck in your house for four months and it's just not happening. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, that's where I, I come in is helping people yes. with their <laughs> writing, their real estate marketing to-do list. Um, so I guess, I mean, a quick run through of what my business is. Uh, mm -hmm. It's called Homescribe Creative and I do real estate marketing for real estate agents, teams, and brokerages. Um, and it's... It's online. So uh, yeah, online content marketing strategy is where my focus is. So mm -hmm. yes, there's a lot of writing. Um, there's a lot of planning, content strategy side of it too. Um, and then of course the writing, but then there's also the distribution of that writing. So, um, you know, you can't just write something and stick it on a blog and hope someone will find it. Like they might, <laughs> but you really need to, as you know, share it on Facebook, yes. Instagram, send it out in your newsletter, uh, you know, talk about stuff on your podcast or <laughs> Facebook right. Live is great too, you know? Um, so I help with all of that. <laughs> um, and sometimes I'm just making the plan for people and helping to set them on the right course. And sometimes I'm actually doing the work and getting in there um, and doing the posting and all that. So yeah, that's, uh, that's what I do in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. And and that makes you unique, actually, because you are really two people in one. I know I have talked with and even worked with in the past people who are great writers. But then it's just like, okay, here's your content, go figure it out yeah. from there. And you take it a step further, because that that is the thing, right? Whether you are writing the content yourself, or having someone else write it for you, there's a lot that goes into writing even a short blog post. There's there's a lot that goes into that. And it it's only as effective as your distribution yes. uh, abilities, yes. right? To get eyeballs on that and to be able to get it out into the world. And you are exceptional at that. So not only are you phenomenal at the writing, but you answer the whole question of, well, now what do I do? <laughs> right, right. Well, and that was something that just evolved over time for me because yeah, yeah like I, you know, I'm an English major and I thought, oh yeah, I'll be a writer and stuff. And then as I got more experience with just like, you know, internships and a few of my first few full-time jobs, it was like, oh, I can't just be a writer. I need to under I need to have some basic understanding of like websites, for example. Sure they people are going to want their writing <laughs> uploaded to their website like you know i have to do that too um and then like oh how are we gonna uh you know share this blog post on instagram you know that's always kind of a hard thing it's like oh well then you need to design some kind of graphic that represents the blog posts and point mm -hmm. it and so then i started getting some design skills just kind of you know it just evolved because i needed something um and like i am more artistic leaning, I guess, anyway. So some of that stuff like came maybe more naturally. Um, but, but like, I've also 
learned and gotten better <laughs> over time. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things that I I realized to be really useful to people that I needed to be able to do everything. <laughs> and it keeps it interesting for me too. I like having variety, so. Yeah, and you're really great at it. And in fact, I remember there was something that you did for me. This was a while ago when we first started working together. I think it was just a blog post that you were distributing variety, for me. So. Yeah. And, um, I didn't know how to do it. So I was like, hey, Alyssa, will you just do this? Yeah, oh, yeah. sure. And really, I was just, I would have been thrilled if you just took the text and like popped it in there and hit send because that was beyond my skill set. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but you did, you did so much more than that. You put the information in um, the distribution channel that we use and you added some great little graphics and you just, you made it look amazing. Um, <laughs> it was far more than I was hoping for and I had asked for, and I was so pleased when it came out. I just really appreciated that you really take your time and put your heart and soul into everything that you do, not just from a technical aspect, but you get the distribution, you want it to look good. And yeah, um, well, I, I get a lot of good thing. Well, I get a lot of satisfaction too from seeing the the final product, you know, like uh -huh. I, I've thought a lot about like why, you know, how I ended up doing what I'm doing. <laughs> I never intended to work with real estate agents at first. Um, and, and like for a while I was kind of telling myself the story that like, oh yeah, I just kind of fell into this. Like, you know, like one yeah, thing, which by the way, most of us, that's kind of how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is true. Like that's partially true, but then I look what I'm doing now and I look at stuff like okay like when I was 10 years old I had an email newsletter that I sent to my friends because you know I think email that's... was super cool back then um and I, I just mean, I, I, I didn't it. have email at 10 years old so, so. <laughs> yeah. well it was really it was really new to me back then and you know I only had I had like 10 subscribers or like you know 10 friends including my grandma <laughs> who would get my little newsletter and i just remember every week like having a lot of fun putting it together and like i don't know even what i put in it it was like i told like jokes and, <laughs> and awesome. like 10 year old stuff pictures of clothes i liked or something yeah like that. But, we talk about 10 year old um, stuff yeah but it's just like it kind of i don't know like i just always had kind of the desire to do that like I wanted to emulate the magazines I was reading and yeah. then just feeling that satisfaction of seeing the final product and everything so I don't know I think I was I was destined to I think you were <laughs> <to doing this. laughs> yeah. that's great um so I had a thought it'll come back yes. <laughs> well I know we were talking before about um you know a lot of businesses needing to communicate yes. really well during this time when they don't have you know putting a sign in front of their storefront necessarily isn't necessarily going to do what they needed to because people aren't out and stuff right. um so yeah i've actually i've thought a lot about that sort of thing um not just for real estate but just businesses in general because you know like i want to know it's open and stuff too mm -hmm. um and so like i'll go on businesses instagram accounts or whatever and i'll be like oh i can't figure out if they're open or not and totally yeah and so that's been that's been really an interesting process for me to just like observe other people's marketing right now um and just yeah i feel like there's maybe a lot of missed opportunities for real estate agents because of course i'm always mm -hmm. looking for that um uh you know where they could be communicating at all <laughs> or right. better communicating with uh their clients and audience and stuff um but yeah, businesses, just any kind of business too. 
Um, cause I work probably with like 95% of real estate agents, but then like there's always these kind of like one-off clients and in other industries that come sure. along, um, you know, friend of a friend type thing needs help. Um, so I'll do that. So I'm always kind of looking at ways that yeah, real estate and other businesses, marketing like intersect and what I can learn mostly from those other industries and bring it to my real estate clients and stuff. So yeah, the past, well, it's been like four months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right um, lots of learning in that regard <laughs> I bet well and it's you know as with anything consistency is the key right I mean again because we're not um face-to-face -face with people as much right now it's getting that message out there but the consistency of it uh is important and I think that's where having somebody like you and if you're just tuning in today we've got Alyssa Christensen with Homescribe Creative mm -hmm on the show today and you're a writer and you help people with their online marketing you know if it's not something that you do not you but you know somebody else a business owner if you don't do it on a regular basis it's actually not that hard to decide okay i'm going to do a newsletter so okay let's say you get your newsletter done and out the door it goes but what happens in two weeks or a month when you need to do the next one and then the next one and that's really where it gets difficult right and all of a yeah. sudden you realize you're sending something out like at best twice a year so <laughs> to have somebody like you who can help with that consistency and one of the things you're i think particularly fabulous at is also you really have found a way to kind of master the voice of whoever you're writing for Ooh. you know whenever you've written something for me i'm like yeah that's that's totally how i would write it that is great you know, and I've seen some of the things you've written for other people and it equally, you, you are good at capturing that person's voice. Mm. So, because I do think that's important. It's, you know, just having a generic piece that you send out that could have been written by anybody. You know, my marketing is most effective for me personally, when it sounds like it was something I wrote or something I would say, or, you know, whether I write yeah, it or not, yeah. it still needs to kind of be my flavor yeah. with that. And this is something that uh, people are frequently worried about, you know, when we first yeah. get started and stuff, um, which is totally understandable. Um, sure. And so like a few different ways that I try to, you know, capture someone's voice is like, it, it's amazing. If, if they already have some blog posts and stuff out there, I always want to look it over and read mm -hmm. it and try to like figure out, yeah, like where they're coming from, what their voice is. Um, and, and yeah, for that, like I already said, like, there's no secret really <laughs> other than just reading what they've already written and stuff, um, secret. reading it and then translating it into, it is a secret. It's for you. It's not that big of a secret because you're good. Yeah, at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe that's true. Um, but like, I'll, I'll like figure that out in a lot of different ways. So like, sometimes I'll have clients who are just like, cool, like read this thing, write it and they'll like review a couple things that I do a few times. And then after that, they're just like, okay, like you can just do it. Like we don't need to review it or whatever. Um, so there's those people. And then there's people who like, I'll do the initial write up or whatever. Um, and then they'll take a look at it and they might add a few little like things in there that make it their own, you know, stuff that I just could never have read their mind about. Um, and yeah, they make it their own in that way. And then some people will write a draft of something and send it to me and you know this could be like a polished piece where it's like they they just want some proofreading or whatever and i can work with that and sometimes it's just like 
train of thought, like I need to totally reorganize it to make it make sense, but it's still like really has their voice in it because they were the, they were the one who got their words on the page <laughs> initially. Um, and sometimes I'll also just like interview someone. I'll just like hop on a phone call and they'll say, okay, here's what I want to write. I'll just talk at you. I type really fast. Um, and then I'll take that and craft it into something for them. Um, so there's like lots of different ways that I work as far as that goes, like capturing people's voice. Um, and I don't really have a preference. I actually like all of them. They all have their pros and cons. So sure. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. What are some tips that you can share with people um, from just a writing or an online kind of marketing space? Yeah. Well, in terms of, you know, thinking about you're talking about consistency is key. Mm -hmm. um, I really think that's true. And so making it as easy as possible for that to happen. <laughs> so, so one tip for like newsletters, for example, is to just rinse and repeat. So come up with a format that you like. So you're mm -hmm. not reinventing the wheel every time. Um, and like, you know, having one section at the top, that's maybe just like a quick hello. And, you know, what are, what's something that you've done lately? Or what do you want to, you know, just a couple sentences, don't have to overthink it. Don't even have to write anything just other than hello, if that's going to be the barrier. I'm all about removing barriers <laughs> to getting this stuff done. Um, and then, you know, for if you're a real estate agent, for example, maybe the first section is your latest listing. And then maybe the second section is going to be the latest blog post or podcast that you did. And you're just going to mm -hmm. link out to that, you know. Um, and it really doesn't have to be more complicated than that. It can, it can be very simple, just getting it out in front of people, just another um, way to get people's eyes on it again. And I know a lot of, a lot of agents are really scared about like sending too many emails or whatever. And like, I dare you to try to send too many emails. <laughs> um, of course, like there's agents who can be really spammy and stuff, but you know, that's not really what we're talking about here. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's one of my big tips is like rinse and repeat for anything that you can, <laughs> that you can. Um, and then something uh, that, you know, if you've done content before is the idea of batching, batching content. Yeah. Um, but I would even say like, take it to Wait, the let's, let's explain. Let's assume not everybody yeah. knows what's batching. <laughs> I know what okay. it means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so batching content is the idea of preparing a bunch of content at once that you plan to like leak out over time. So you might just take one uh, one day of the month or something like that and prepare all your content for the month ahead. Yes. Um, so that way, you know, when Monday comes and you know it's your day to send out the newsletter or whatever, you don't have to start from scratch. You can at least have like the bulk of it written and done. Maybe you plug in the listing, the latest mm -hmm. listing or whatever, and then it's like, ready to go um but i would say even taking that to the next level um which is something that i so um one of my friends and clients margaret martin who you know um she at the big <laughs> yeah she uh you know like a lot of agents has her attention pulled in a million directions all the time um and she has a website called move to tacoma.com and she was like okay i need to get some content going like a few times a week right now how how am i going to get this done because she you know knows herself she's not going to come back to it every week she's going right. to get do some get distracted and do something else um so 
we were like, well, what if we do a content hurricane? And it's just like two days we get together. All we do is write, write, write. Um, so, you know, I'm writing, she's writing and then handing it over to me. And I'm kind of like, you know, editing or blogifying it or whatever. And that way she's right there. And I can, I can ask her any questions. Like I don't have to text her and then like bug her again later and stuff, you know, she's just right there. Um, and so we spent two days doing that. We got a co-working space and we just hunkered down and that's all we did. And I think at the end of it, we had like 30 blog posts. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so then the next several weeks, we released all of those in the content hurricane. <laughs> so we were just like, yeah, every other day kind of posting something, um, it felt like. Um, and that was really effective. So I would, it, it might be hard for people to commit to a few hours a week to sit down and do this, you know, like a few hours doesn't sound like much. And so you're like, oh yeah, that's totally doable. But I know in real estate, <laughs> like something is always going to come up that's going to, um, you know, take priority with meetings with yourself or whatever. So um, yeah, I think that's a really great idea. If you I, wanna well, I think that's great. I think it's great, you know, and again, for real estate or really any business, you know, if you're trying to create content, the whole batching or the content creative hurricane, content hurricane. Yeah, content hurricane, yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's genius for a lot of reasons. One, it just, it takes all that, you get a lot done at one time, right? Yeah. So that you can do, and then you release it over time. But also what I have found for myself, whenever I'm doing writing, sometimes I'm really like, sometimes I've got it. And sometimes I don't, yeah. you know, you, sometimes you have those days and you can just sit down and it's like, it just flows and you can get it all out and it's done. Yeah. Um, and there's other days where, you know, I can barely get my name on the piece of paper and that's kind of it for my creativity for that day. Um, and also even on the days where it's a little wonky, it's like, well, it takes me a while to get going once I get going, I'm good. So it actually, it takes a lot less time and it's so much easier, you know, to produce five pieces of content versus one is right. not, it's not five times the amount of time. It might be right. two, two and a half times. Cause once you get in the flow, then you keep going. Yes. Yeah, um, you are totally right about that. And yeah, just getting your head in that focused space yes is, yeah is part of the process and if yeah it's better it's to a just huge do it part and so once you're there yeah to keep going and you know i know i resisted it for a long time because you always want whatever you're doing to be current and especially right now it's everything's changing daily weekly hourly it feels like so i think it's easy to resist well i don't want to write something today that i want to use six weeks from now because how do i know if that's relevant but what I found is, you know, usually what I do is I, for me at least, when I'm writing for my um, blog that I do for real estate agents, I might write six blog posts. But then each week when that one blog post is supposed to go out, you know, sometimes it needs to get moved, but more often than not, I can still use that content. I might just need to tweak a sentence or two to tie it into whatever's going on right you know to the market or the world as a whole but that that information that content is still usable and it takes yes. me far less time to just make that tweak than yes, if, if i had to you know yeah stress. i think that you know staying um flexible like that is really important too because 
you know, you can plan things out as much as possible. But like we all saw in March, <laughs> I suddenly, you know, a, to go to like reference back to this content hurricane, some of the content that we were still publishing, all of a sudden we were like, oh, this is not going to work right now. You know, we can't be talking about like these, the best restaurants right now because all the restaurants you can't go because <laughs> yeah, you can't go and so we needed we had to put some things on hold like it's still good content that we we're going to yeah. use later and stuff um but we had to put some things on hold um you know a lot of people some people you know schedule their social media posts and it's like no you can't always just set it and forget it <laughs> See, i'm not a fan of the scheduling because i think that's yeah. where goes sideways uh but yeah. you can have it on the side so at least you just have things to draw from yes yeah totally that stuff that you can distinction yeah yeah because um i yeah some people it was just like oh no like I, I saw this go out and like you just need to pause your schedule it's not quite right right now yeah. you know or whatever um but yeah there was a lot of pivoting happening so content schedules that that weren't that we had planned out you know suddenly we needed to kind of take a break and mm -hmm. shift years and then you know come back to it and start working things back in when it felt right again um but yeah <laughs> yeah so that makes perfect sense and so we've been talking a lot about the writing you do the you do writing people can hire you for writing whether it's websites blog posts you know newsletters you also do online audits for people yeah, yeah. like you know what i'm not i'm not even ready to commit to writing i just don't even know where i'm at what do i do next where are the holes you will do that for people correct yes exactly so on uh, you can check out a few of my different offerings on my website homescribecreative.com okay and this is one of them it's an online assessment so basically what i do is first i'll do like an intake form where i'll say like okay where are all of the places that your business lives online you know mm -hmm. facebook instagram uh zillow yelp your website some people have multiple websites you know for whatever reason um and i take a look at everything and i basically see like okay where are, where are there some disconnects you know do you do you have your phone number missing from your Facebook, for example, right. stuff like that. Um, and so I'll go through each of those things and make lists of like where improvements can be made or yeah, where there's just like a disconnect for the user. Um, and then I will yeah write it down. So it's really easy. And like you can, you know, if you're at a brokerage, for example, you can just hand this off to your marketing assistant and say like, hey, here's the list of changes. Can you go make these, please? You know, I want to make it as easy as possible for people. Um, but then I also can like do these, you know, calls, uh, consultations where I walk people through every step because sometimes that's really helpful, kind of, you know, explaining the why behind it. Um, and then I can also give suggestions for next steps. So Perfect. So maybe you actually don't need a whole blogging content strategy this year. Maybe you already did a ton in the past few years and you could actually just repurpose things and, you know, keep taking advantage of that investment that you've made, but, you know, finding a new way to distribute, for example, you know, exactly. so, um, and I really enjoy doing that because I like, I like, you know, the strategy and figuring out ways to repurpose yeah, all that hard work that you've right. already put in. <laughs> big part of it. So yes, thank you for joining us today. Um, Thanks, you shared so many great tips. If again, we've had Alyssa Christensen on the show, homescribecreative.com. She is a writing marketing genius. 
I highly encourage you to reach out to her. I've used her many times and adore her. You're so good at what you do. Thank you. Um, yeah. And we'll have links to everything on our website after the show as well. NicoleMangina.com forward slash podcast. So there you go. Thank you so much, Alyssa, for joining us. Thank you. Um, it was great to catch up with you. Have a great day, everybody. And we will see you next Tuesday.